When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Hour number two of Light the Tower on the Horn. Jeff Howe, Cameron Parker, Craig Way en route to Kansas City. So where I'll be tomorrow, Craig will be doing the show from KC as we get ready for Texas and Xavier Friday night, 845. Get you a Red Bull for that. Well, it's scheduled for 845 Friday night. You're shaking your head, Cam. Because it was supposed to be 8 o'clock, right? 8 o'clock pregame. And we know with... March Madness, it won't come close to 8 o'clock. It'll be closer than 9 o'clock, probably after the first game will wrap up. Yeah, like I said, scheduled for scheduled for uh, scheduled to be late. But, yeah, it's, it's – man, you just got to hope. If Houston and Miami goes overtime, then no, tell, no telling what time we'll be out of the T-Mobile Center that night. Uh, Specs text line is open 337-3776. Cam, I want you to get to that uh, that Spencer Rattler tidbit you gave me during the break. Oh, man. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute, but uh, we do have some things on the Specs text line. Uh, Death Eater does say, and this is true, in Hearn, Texas, the old Walmart is the new high school. So they made use of the Walmart that was shut down. Been there for some volleyball playoff games. At Hearn? Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, this person says, at, uh, now I'll correct the texter. About 30 minutes, 30 minutes ago, you saw a man experiencing homelessness on the TxDOT uh, parking, the kind of the TxDOT parking area at 35 and 183 uh, with his pants down around his ankles going number one into a cup. All right. So, I mean, it's it, it happens. It happens sometimes. Uh, this person says, I'll, texter says, I worked uh, in East Texas for, or in West Texas, excuse me, for years. One time a rancher was pumping diesel in his dually. Then he's opened the rear passenger door and just started uh, going number one right there. So, yeah, not a nap guy. When we lose our way, that's what we do. We read uh, text from Specs Text Line about people rele- releasing bodily fluids. And uh, this all started with MJ and Hearn, the great texter that is MJ and Hearn, letting us know that while uh, they were delivering mail today that they saw someone using a receptacle to uh, go bad bathroom. Inconceivable Wednesday is just uh, poop stories. Which we we got Cam's confession that the the strangest place he's ever used as a latrine was the woods. Uh, I'm gonna back on that. Probably the Amazon fan used to work in in the in the back <laughs> a few times at the pee into a right. water bottle. So you oh okay no this is good. So I've always thought like those Amazon driver horror stories. I'm like you got to be stretching the truth on that. But you're saying those things are 100 percent legit. Oh yeah, 100 percent. 
So you gotta go. You gotta go bad bathroom in a box. Well, it's just. Or you get in trouble. Yeah, because you're only designated supposed to have like two two breaks with your lunch, and depending on where you're at, like I worked out in either I would be out in the middle of nowhere or you'd be in a suburb. In a suburb, it sometimes you won't be near a gas station to go back and forth, or if you go, your your boss or dispatch or whatever is just kind of like you know what are you doing? It's like well I got to pee. It's like well you just went an hour ago. It's like well I've been chugging Powerade because it's it, 98 yeah. degrees outside, and so sometimes also. You want to get home earlier, so instead of wasting, you know, 15, 20 minutes driving to a gas station, you're just like, I'll save 20 minutes if I just pee in this water bottle in the back and just hopefully nobody sees me. <laughs> so that's true. So, but, so wait, so you had to go bad bathroom too mm-hmm. on the truck? Oh, no, just just number one. Okay, so you didn't, you, so there was... No, I wasn't pooping in Amazon packages okay. and stuff like right. that. But you did the the water the water bottle is totally fine. Yeah. I, I think every I think I think every male listening to this show has done that. It's that you had to do that at some point. Like I, I did that one year coming back from uh from the Angelo Coaches Clinic in San Angelo. Mm-hmm. I'm driving down like what is it like 83rd like around Menard and like there's nothing out there. There's no yeah. like, not even a rest stop or nothing. And all I've got is a Gatorade bottle. I'm like, well, I think it would be better if I just pulled over and used the bottle instead of like getting out of the car and you know. Or you don't even need the bottle at that point, right? Well, yeah, I mean, could have, but at least, you know, just, I don't know, just felt a little, didn't feel as like I was roughing it as much, Okay, you know, using the bottle. So the bottle, the bottle is acceptable. That's an acceptable receptacle. Uh, yeah, as someone says, life of a truck driver, man, you know, anybody that's been on the road as a truck driver, they've, sometimes, man, you just, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, you got to go, you got to go. <laughs> it, it it does happen from time to time. Uh, Cameron, let's go ahead and get to this Spencer Rattler tidbit because you thought this was funny just because it's it's clowning on Oklahoma, which I know anytime a lifetime Longhorn like yourself can clown on Oklahoma, you'll not you're not going to pass up the chance to do so. So this is from uh, Bussin' with the Boys, the Taylor Lewan podcast. Not sure what. Po- yes, so it was Bussin' with the Boys. Um, so Taylor Lewan asked Spencer Rattler when you're a first round pick. Assuming, gonna, assuming, assuming that's a that's a big if. When you're a first round pick, are they going to claim you at Oklahoma? Because remember, we had the whole Jalen Hurts is he an Oklahoma quarterback? Is he an Alabama quarterback? Rattler to uh, Lewin's question said, or Lewan, excuse me, said, I hope not. <laughs> so Spencer Rattler does not want to be claimed as an Oklahoma product. Okay, so there you have it, Oklahoma fans. You can claim Spencer Rattler, but he doesn't want you to claim him. I, you know what? Based on the feedback I've gotten from Oklahoma people, Sooner fans, I don't think they would have a problem with that if Spencer Rattler refused to allow Oklahoma to claim him. I think some of the neighbors in Norman who were tired of Rattler street racing in their suburbs <laughs> are probably okay with that as well. I didn't look. Here's here's this is how I've always handled it. I handled I've handled that stuff how colleges have handled it. Wherever you ended your career, that's the school that can claim you. Like when you claim NFL guys, you claim that that was their last destination. So that's who you claim. Like Emmett Smith, Arizona Cardinal running back? No, no, no. I'm talking about like when a guy goes from college to the NFL. Okay. You, know, you don't. Look, there's a few people that while I'm on these airwaves will not be slandered in my presence. One is Gerard Hurd. Gerard Hurd will not be slandered in my presence. Will Muschamp will not be slandered in my presence. And Emmett Smith will not be slandered in my presence. And yes, Emmett Smith's slander does include 
anything referencing his career with the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. I, so, I apologize. So you've been warned, okay. Cam. Who are the three people you can't slander in my presence? Gerard Hurd, mm-hmm. Emmett Smith, and I already forgot the second one. Will Muschamp. Will Muschamp, of course. Yes. There will be no Will Muschamp slander. While I'm, I'm, I'm with you on all three. Okay. Great. Just as long as we're on the same page. Um, I, so I never got the Jalen Hurts thing. Like, okay, Calvin Anderson's perfect example, right? Calvin Anderson spent three years playing at Rice. Then he goes to Texas. Goes from Texas to the NFL, so who claims him? Texas claims him. I guess if Rice wants to claim him, that's fine, but I haven't seen Rice just out now claim Calvin Anderson. Uh, same thing, it works opposite. Two guys I think of, Adrian Colbert and Garrett Gilbert. Both guys spent plenty of time at Texas. Garrett Gilbert went to SMU, was drafted out of SMU, so SMU claims him. He was a draft pick from SMU. Adrian Colbert spent three years at Texas, went to Miami, was drafted out of Miami. Therefore, Miami gets to claim Adrian Colbert, not Texas, because he was a draft pick out of Miami. Had Calvin Anderson been drafted, he would have been a draft pick out of the University of Texas. So so that's why I never understood the Jalen Hurts thing. Like, okay, Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma claims Jalen Hurts. That's It was pretty simple and cut and dry for me. I don't know, Alabama, that Alabama program, like they claim national championships that they really shouldn't have ownership to. Now you're claiming draft picks that you really don't have the rights to claim. Just, Bama, you got enough. Stop taking everybody else's stuff. You've got enough. When is enough enough? See, I'm fine with them claiming Jalen Hurts because when I think of Jalen Hurts, I'll always remember him nearly bringing the tide back against Clemson in his first national championship. Now, of course, some people might say, well, I remember him getting benched for Tua Tagovola in the second national championship. Either way, I don't know if it matters too much. I know that's not fun for uh, for sports debate yet, but he also did graduate from Alabama with a degree. Now, right. for Hudson Card, now you could, you could argue that you won't, Texas won't claim Hudson Card. Well, it's because Hudson Card did not start a lot of games for Texas. He was always the number two guy behind Casey Thompson. He was number two behind Quinn. Jalen Hurts was the number one guy, and then Tua came over and took over for him. Like Texas, you know, Shane, Texas can't claim Shane Bouchelle as a, as a quarterback. He, he's an alum of the University of Texas. We as can't C, claim as, him. As CB points out, he has a T ring. But no, he went to the, his last stop before the NFL was SMU. So SMU gets to claim him. Texas doesn't. Mm. Keontae Ingrams. Keontae Ingrams played three years at Texas. Then he got drafted out of USC. Therefore, USC gets to claim Keontae Ingram and their lineage of NFL draft picks from the running back position. So, I don't know. That's just me. Like, yeah, multiple schools can claim a guy. Where did he finish up? Before he went to the NFL, where was his last port of call? For Jalen Hurts, it was Oklahoma. Therefore, Oklahoma gets to claim him. I think this Alabama's got enough. Tua was a first-round pick. Mac Jones was a first-round pick. Bryce Young's going to be a first-round pick. Just, just let Oklahoma have Jalen Hurts. Just let them have Jalen Hurts. It's not going to hurt anything. doesn't change the fact that Jalen Hurts helps you win a, a conference championship. Well, now these comments helps you from, get to a national championship game. Well, these comments from Rattler, now they're losing another first-round draft pick. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. and Spencer Rattler. He might – because he, he's, he's going to be – he's not in the draft this year. He's declaring – Next That's season. why, you know, there's a lot, I, and I'm I'm putting this some on myself. There's a lot of content in my industry that is filler content, just kind of, you do it just because you have to. One of the most useless pieces of content that you'll see all year is as soon as the 2023 draft is over. Oh, yeah, I know where you're going with this. Where you'll get your first mock draft for 2024. 
How many guys, Cam, have you seen in those those immediate post-draft mock drafts that either go in the later rounds or don't end up getting drafted? Because I can tell you uh, there were plenty of those mocks at, at this time last year. Or go back two years ago that had Spencer Rattler going as a number yep. one overall pick. Keaton Slovis was billed as a first-round pick. JT Daniels yep. at one point was a first-round pick. And all three of those guys are going to be playing college football this year. The best one for me was basketball-related, uh, the 2024 NBA draft, the mock top 10, which we haven't even had the 2023 NBA draft yet, but the mock draft had Bronny James going at number 10 to Orlando Magic. Just just incredible content. It's it's all, as you said, filler, it's just all for clicks because Bronny James will not be a top 10 player when it comes around 2024. Now, he may be drafted because of his dad, LeBron James, in the first round, but he is not a top 10 pick. And neither was Keaton Slovis. Neither, I believe JT Daniels has another year, right? Is he this coming back for his seventh year? No, this will be his, this is his last year. Okay. Yeah. JT Daniels will face Texas as a starting quarterback for three different schools. Oh, because he transferred the Rice, correct? Yeah. So USC, West Virginia, and now Rice. And got his butt whooped in the first two and will get whooped in the third one. Yeah, I'm looking at uh I'm looking at an NBA mock draft for twenty twenty four right now. Like you said, we haven't even had guys declare for the twenty twenty three draft yet. Haven't we don't even, even know if the Sioux is gonna be draft eligible yet. And we're already on twenty twenty four. Already on twenty twenty four. I'm looking at it right now. DJ Wagner going DJ Wagner ended up with the Mavericks. That wouldn't make me mad. I'm trying to see if Bronny is in a 20, this 2024 mock draft that I'm looking at. I don't see, yeah, I don't see Bronny James listed in this 2024 mock draft. It was ESPN, so my guess is just like, hey, how can we get the most clicks and views on this Instagram post? I'm looking at uh, NBADraft.net, which is a source I've been using for more. They're 20, more nuanced. 20 years yes. now. Great website. 2024 draft, draft uh, mock draft cam. Ron Holland going five overall to the Magic. Ron Holland, who we're not even 100% sure he's going to end up at Texas, but they've got him going five overall in a mock draft. There was some last year that had Dylan Mitchell as a first-round draft pick, There were correct? some as far as recently as probably October, maybe even January. I say October and Jess, but probably like December, January still had Dylan Mitchell going in the first round. As Craig and I have talked about, I don't think Dylan Mitchell's going in the first round of the draft if he comes out. Hey, speaking of the draft, I did want to mention this real quick. Uh, Bijan Robinson. I know I heard B and E talking about it this morning in terms of where he's mocked. I'm looking at a mock draft, keep it in the Paramount family, looking at CBS Sports, some of their draft analysts, their latest mock drafts. This is the highest I've seen Bijan go in a mock draft in a while. Chris Trapasso at CBS Sports has Bijan going eighteen to the Detroit Lions. And that's a mock that came out this morning, probably about an hour ago. He's got Bijan going eighteen to Detroit. I saw fourteen yesterday. I think on NFL.com. Really going to the Patriots? Yeah. See, I think if the I, I think if the Patriots do it, that screams trade back, trade back and pick up a, a, an extra two or three or whatever. I, know, I, I as a Cowboys fan, I do like the idea of Bijan being available at twenty six, and I know he had his meeting with the Eagles, which just being a Bijan Robinson stand, the Bijan Robinson stand that I am. And loving the Dallas football Cowboys like I do. Bijan Robinson suiting up for the Eagles seriously might induce projectile vomiting. Like, I might be physically sick looking at that. As happy as I would be for Bijan, I would be physically ill watching Bijan Robinson play for the Philadelphia Eagles. But, you know, you look at the Eagles, 
man, do the if the Eagles really want him, do they take him at ten? They have they have two he, first round draft. He ain't gonna picks, be Joe. there at thirty. He ain't no. gonna be there at thirty. He won't be there at twenty six for if you're a Cowboy fan hoping. And with the Cowboys signing Ronald Jones yesterday for a one year deal, which is which is great. I'm so happy that the Jones family finally figured out that you can sign running backs in free agency for <laughs> less than seven mil, seventy million dollars. I wonder. Maybe in the fourth and fifth round, Jeff, you know, if a certain other Texas running back is there, he goes by Roshan the name Roshan Johnson. Johnson. would look pretty good with that star on his helmet. I'm just saying. He'd be a great goal line, third down back to come and spell Tony Pollard or Ronald Ronald Jones. Uh, I'm starting because my, my thought was don't take Bijan the first round because he won't be there. Don't trade up. Maybe Jameer Gibbs in the second. But now with Ronald Jones, I'm thinking you go with Rojo in the fourth or fifth round. And by the way, one of the most overrated myths about the Cowboys is that Jerry Jones hates Texas guys. He gave up two first-round draft picks for Roy Williams. He did draft Wayne McGarity once upon a time. He drafted Connor Williams. Mm-hmm. He gave Leonard Davis a gigantic contract in free agency once upon a time. Jeff Swain. They drafted Jeff Swain. Tight in you. I say it all the time, man. That 2014 Texas offense. Garrett Gilbert. Oh, he doesn't that, count. That Sorry. 2014. Yeah, there. See, there you go. You're learning, Cam. Very good. That 2014 Texas offense, Cam. It had three future NFL tight ends: Andrew Beck, Jeff Swain, and we just didn't know that the third was playing quarterback at the time. But that 2014 Texas offense. And Beck and Swain are future. still killing it. Andrew Beck and Jeff Swain are still in the league, and uh, and Tyrone Swoops got him a cup of coffee in the league as a tight end. Ronald Jones finally stayed playing in the state of Texas at CB. Actually, CB said Roland Jones. You know the Roland Jones bit, right? When Charlie Strong and the staff were recruiting Ronald Jones, they sent him a big, nice recruiting letter. Oh, no. And misspelled his name on the envelope. <laughs> it went to Roland Jones. And that's not even the worst recruiting gaffe from Charlie Strong's tenure either. There, we don't have enough show time left, Cam, to, to go over all those. It would take a week. It, we did the, what, these- what's, what's the one you were thinking of? I just think about all the recruits they missed out on throughout the entire time. Same thing with, with even like Shaka Smart and seeing like Jimmy Butler play at Marquette when he was from Tyler, I believe, right? Like Tyler JC, yeah. Like Jimmy Butler would, would, would have been perfect. That would have been a Rick Barnes. Rick deal, Barnes, though. okay. Yeah. I mean, Rick, Rick got his fair share, but there, there, were, there were some misses. I think the Shaka one that hurts, and, and it's good to hear him tell the story. That way people know I wasn't lying at the time. Like, Keldon Johnson was going to go to Texas. Mm-hmm. And then Kentucky offered, and it's like, well, gave that one a good run. The biggest He's one going to Kentucky. for me is Will Baker over Drew Timmy. Yeah, dog, that hurts. That one hurts. Out of all the Westlake guys, and no offense <sighs> to Will Baker, he's having a, you know, a great renaissance in Nevada, but, like, look at, like, K.J. Adams in Kansas. Now, of course, when... When Adams or even when Cal and Kentucky come knock on the door, in the case of Keldon Johnson or in the case of you know Julius Randall, who's a Texas guy, I understand it. But at the same time, like, oh God, Drew Timmy. I mean, he he would have been built for the corral, right? No, Texter Roy Williams from te- the University of Texas played for the Cowboys. The Cowboys gave up two first round draft picks to trade for him from Detroit. Yes, I know the evil Roy Williams was drafted by the Cowboys out of Oklahoma. But Roy Williams from the University of Texas played for the Dallas Football Cowboys. Unless his tenure in Dallas was just a fever dream that I'm misremembering, and I was in some sort of medically induced coma at the time and just dreamed that up, Roy Williams from Texas played for the Cowboys. 
Fun fact, first NFL jersey, Roy Williams, Dallas Cowboys. Really? Yeah. And he was my favorite player growing up, and no one in my family told me he played for Oklahoma. That was that was a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> that was that was tough. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, take a break, come back. We'll get back to a little Texas football discussion, maybe dabble into a little Texas basketball, and take a look at a little Texas baseball after last night's win over UIW. We'll do that when we come back. Oh, we got our flex segment, too. We'll do that when we come back here on Light the Tower. On the Horn, live, local, and digital. On the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Craig Way and Jeff Howe light the tower. Rolling along, hour number two of Light the Tower on the Horn. Jeff Howe, Cameron Parker, little DMX. Thank you, Cam, for that. So much appreciated. Uh, so the Roy Williams conversation, by the way, I looked it up. It was not two first-round picks. I know Joey Galloway was traded for two first-round picks. Roy Williams was traded from the Lions to the Cowboys before the 2008 trade deadline for a first, a third, and a sixth in the 09 draft. So that's the capital the Cowboys gave up. Yeah. A pretty that's a pretty handsome sum for for one Roy Williams. Uh, so a texter texting Coach Scooby texting says Roy Williams the receiver was the one who brought the monkey to the stadium and Jerry said I am a monkey fan. No, that was actually Des Bryant, his monkey Dallas, which inspired Jerry once upon a time to have this response on a radio interview when he was asked about Des Bryant's pet monkey. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the monkey is uh, pretty humorous. Uh, I am a monkey fan. I can stand in a, a zoo and look at them all day long and die laughing. And uh, <laughs> my dad was in the wild animal business and had over 5,000 wild animals. Wow. And he always was, no matter what, he would uh, hand somebody a card and said, be sure and come out and visit my monkeys. It's, there's been so many just cringy or just insane Jerry Jones audio clips over the years. I completely forgot about that one. I am a monkey fan. Like there like you know, the glory hole comment, there's some that are just too good to misremember, but I thank you, Coach Scooby. I'd forgotten about that one. But yes, that was Des Bryant's pet monkey, Dallas Bryant, which I'm still wondering if that monkey cam Craig read that inconceivable story last week about the monkey that got loose in Oklahoma. That I think somebody killed it. I wonder if that was. Oh yeah, it was the monkey that attacked uh, somebody in a residential area. Wonder if that was Dallas Bryant. I am a monkey fan. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, I want me some glory hope. Thank you for that. Also, um, <laughs> thank you, Co- Coach Scooby says it was worth being wrong just for you to play that. You can thank Cam for that. You know what else you can thank Cam for? Getting you a Flex Thirty update right now. Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. Oh. We had technical difficulties. There we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, Cam, what do we got? All right, so this week... Boys and girls high school soccer begins there by district round. I'll just go through some matchups real quick, Jeff, for you. Starting out with the 6A, 
Bowie and Stony Point. That is on Friday night, 8 p.m. We'll start at Kelly Reeves, um, New Braunfels, and Brandeis also. Winner of those two games will face each other in the regional round, around, or the area championship, excuse me, Round Rock and Dripping Springs. That'll be a great matchup. Dripping Springs has a great boys' soccer program, went all the way to the state championship last year, lost to Frisco Wakeland, and then Reagan and Steele also in 6A. Um, for 5A matchups across the state of Texas, Pflugerville, they're playing the first round against uh, Eastside Early College, the Panthers, uh, AM Consolidated versus Belton. And then Glenn taking on Piper as well in the bi-district round. Cedar Park taking on Smithson Valley. Uh, Bernie Champion first Lander. Rouse first Canyon in the bi-district round. And I believe that sums up all the 5A matchups. Georgetown and McCallum, College Station first um, Lake Belton. So that's 6A and 5A for the boys. Uh, for the girls starting off in 6A, Round Rock first Anderson. Thursday night at House Park. And then Drip. Girls also a great soccer program as well. They're taking on Stony Point in the bi-district round. Reagan first, San Marcos, Jeff. Um, that'll be later on this week. And then some 5A matchups for you. Cedar Park against Canyon, Alamo Heights. Uh, Piper and Leander, rather, in the bi-district round. Liberty Hill in Smithson Valley in the bi-district round. Rice first, Bernie Champion in the first round. And then AM Consolidated first, Katie Ellison. Eastview first, McCallum. Belton first, College Station. In the by district round, Georgetown first, Northeast Early College, the Raiders as well. So keep an eye out for that on the FlexATX.com website. Go out and support some uh, high school soccer. And then tonight, Jeff, is the Flex ATX show. I will not be in. I will be at the Austin Country Club um, for the Dell Match play. Zach Lucero will be on a flight to Utah, actually. So we're going to have Nolan Holgan behind the glass. Derek the hell Cohen. is that going to Utah for? Something with his girlfriend, I think. Uh, ah, okay. Known Holgan, known Holgan, excuse me. Derek Cohen will be actually making his return to the air. And then Ty Henderson as well. A good show for you. Uh, Bryce Hager, the older brother and former NFL player of mm-hmm. Brecken Hager. Remember mm-hmm. Brecken Hager, of course, right? Can't forget him with the uh, <laughs> yeah. the cowboy hat and the, and the shades on Brecken's in the locker room. A, Brecken's a tough one to forget, yeah. So Bryce Hager will be live in studio. And then uh, Buda Hayes will have uh, the running back room. Come out, Sakobara and Kyrie Payton will be live in the show as well. So that's 7 p.m., 7 to 8 p.m. right here on 104.9 The Horn, live local digital. And also, if you missed the live show, uh, go to our podcast page at hornfm.com or flexatx.com. You can listen to that on demand as well as you can listen to a Longhorn Notebook, which uh, we had in part one earlier today and part two right now. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, BowersockTeam.com. She is your Longhorn lender. Let Aaron do for you what she did for Craig and Linda when they made the move to Georgetown. Craig has nothing but good things to say about the way the home loan process went. It can go easy for you to just go to BowersockTeam.com. Aaron Bowersock, she is your Longhorn lender. Did want to get the one thing real quick on the Specs text line, though. I love the Specs text line when I'm by myself because it just kind of goes wheels off. Jeff Mudd, we were talking about, you know, who gets to claim who and the whole Jalen Hurts, Spencer Rattler discussion, and we kind of went down a rabbit hole on that. And there's some really good nuanced points people make about grad transfers and whatnot, and if somebody graduated from a school but you want to claim them, whatever. But this is the one that really stood out to me. So Jeff Mudd said, what about Ron Mexico, who polished off his playing career in his 40s at Texas? First off, that was Ron McKelvey. Cam, do you know uh, about the legend of Ron Mexico? No. 
You don't know. See, I need I need to learn this now. See, folks, this is why uh, I, I like the youngsters coming in to do radio with me, so that way I can educate them on the greatness of good bits that were alive and well during my youth. Ron Mexico was an alias that Michael Vick used back in the day. And this was in April of 2005, a report on the smoking gun, which I think I referenced the smoking gun in an inconceivable recently. And I was like, wow, it's good to know that they're still publishing content after all this time. Um, Michael Vick allegedly uh, had intercourse with a woman and gave her herpes. And in a lawsuit, one of the things that came out in the lawsuit was that Michael Vick used the pseudonym Ron Mexico to avoid, you know, like you check into hotels, you use an alias. Michael Vick used the alias Ron Mexico. And the only reason people knew that again was because he was sued for allegedly, allegedly transmitting herpes. So mm. there you go. And yes, Cam, I did attempt to go to NFL shop.com or whatever the NFL shop was and get myself an Atlanta Falcons, Ron Mexico Jersey, but I was not in time. They shut that down in very, very short order. I'd be more disappointed if you didn't try that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be a great Jersey, Ron Mexico. <laughs> Apparently uh, this is true. Apparently NFL.com, found a guy who legitimately his name was Ron Mexico and asked him if he wanted an Atlanta Falcons Ron Mexico jersey number seven, and he said he did not. I would have said I wanted it. Can you imagine what you would have gotten for that on the open market? You could have had like a fake Vic signature on it and and sold it on on eBay. Forget the signature. You're the only guy with the Ron Mexico jersey. Somebody that really wanted a Ron Mexico jersey. It's like you're a Saints fan and you just want to wear it in the Superdome when the Falcons come in just to – Give Michael Vick hell. They would, somebody would have coughed up top dollar for that. So, yes, Cam, now you know about the legend. Thank you for that. From Mexico. And as Joe number two says as we get off the subject, it's the gift that keeps on giving. That it does, Joe. That it does. All right, let's talk a little Texas football. Uh, Cam, I- anything else that we uh, we want to get to uh, in terms of uh, – did you say there was a cut on the receivers right there that we had? I believe so. Audio yesterday. Like, let's go ahead and play that because – Isaiah Nair was back at practice yesterday. They're limiting his reps, but Jontae Cook has had a really good start to spring ball. DeAndre Moore had a little bit of an ankled nick at some point that first week, but he's practicing with no restrictions. A.D. Mitchell's out there full go. Uh, Xavier Worthy, again, two fully functional hands. Jordan Whittington's back. So, again, this wide receiver core has a chance to be, I think, the best wide receiver core in the Big 12, and it's got a chance to be one of the better wide receiver groups in the country. I can't put it there yet just because of the issues we saw at that position last year and how much Sark has talked about throughout the offseason, really going back to late last season about the need to improve the passing game in 2023. But uh, here's a little bit from Sark yesterday after practice on the wide receivers. Well, I think the one thing you notice with both of them, they have both have been really well coached, um, whether it's fundamentals and techniques uh, or even scheme that uh, they've been around a lot of football. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's completely foreign to them, um, and it's allowed them to play fast, right? And and they haven't been perfect. I mean, there, there's still errors that occur, and believe me, and I and that they're going to have errors. You know, it's, it's practice four of spring ball of their first spring practice of their career here, but their ability to kind of um, digest systematically and fundamentally and techniques and what we're trying to do and then apply it in practice for true freshmen has been pretty impressive. Is that, I mean, worthy was yes that way. 
same thing though, like we touched on earlier, these guys are here now. Xavier didn't show up until the summer, right? So they, they've got a little bit of a head start. So hopefully they can, they can keep leaning into that and have an impact on the team. So, yeah, that was Sark talking about DeAndre Moore and Jonte Cook. Cam, I'll make it producer's choice for the last cut of the Longhorn Notebook. You pick one. Anything that we haven't played yet that you think the listening audience should hear from Sark yesterday? Well, you mentioned the question you poised to me was which three guys who have returned back to practice were you most excited for? We talked about Malik Murphy. We talked about Isaiah Nair. We didn't really talk about Jonathan Brooks. Right. I thought Jonathan looked good today. Uh, good today. You know, first day back, um, obviously, you know, coming off the surgery in the offseason, um, he looks strong. Um, you can see, feel like his body's changing. Um, definitely a confident player. He's going into year three. Um, and that, that, again, that, that's a positive thing. That, that room has got great competition as well. You know, we don't have Keelan out there yet, um, but to have Keelan and Jonathan and Blue and Cedric Baxter, Savion Red, I mean, that, that, that room's going to be solid. And we know there's going to be, you know, a new face or two or whatever it looks like compared to what it looked like a year ago. So to have Jonathan back is, is a real positive for us. I'm excited to see that room develop just because I, I like, you know, just watching C.J. Baxter run around. It looks great on the hoof. That's what you want your running backs to look like. You know, you hope the high school stuff translates. And it shouldn't take you that long to figure out if it's going to translate. Like I said, running back, of all the position groups, it's usually the easiest one where you find out. It's usually the easiest to translate to where the skill set translates to the college game. And it's usually the one you find out the quickest, whether a guy can get that skill set to translate from high school to the college game. I mean, think about any great running back in Texas it didn't take you really long to figure out that they were really good at that position. Even guys that had great starts to their careers that for whatever reason uh, fizzled late, you know, the two that really come to mind, man, Chris Warren and Butch Hadnot, those guys, when they played early in their careers, were really, really good. It just didn't end well for both those guys. Not didn't end the way that, you know, when you saw those, those forget flashes, man, those were just like fireworks shots in the air. Didn't end the way you thought it would for either one of those guys, but those guys were really good early in their careers. Doesn't take you long to figure out what you've got at running back. So really excited to see that room develop. And I'll reiterate again, man, just being out out, the, out of practice, watching the tight ends go through drills, it just reinforces that Jatavian Sanders, and, and I, I think I ranked them yesterday, guys that Texas can least afford to lose. I think number three is Jalen Ford, number two is Kelvin Banks, and number one is JT Sanders. I think he's wow. the most indispensable player on this roster. Because if he were to go down, knock on wood, you have nobody else on this roster that can replicate what he does. Not to say you have another left tackle like Kelvin Banks, but you've got enough talent, Cam, like you said, with Cameron Williams and maybe some of those other emerging pieces that maybe you can shuffle some things around Mm -hmm. and put together something that can get by. Uh, And in that respect, I might actually rank Jalen Ford ahead of Kelvin Banks because, man, you talk about losing the, the heartbeat of your defense, the centerpiece of your defense, and... Again, linebacker, I think even less so than edge. You've got talent at, at inside linebacker, not as much as you've got at edge. It's just very inexperienced talent. I mean, at that point, you'd have to say, hey, given Leongo LaFowle and Anthony Hill, extended reps might be the way to go. But you've got Jalen Ford, and he can't afford to lose him. But I, I do think JT Sanders is the most indispensable piece Texas has right now on is, this roster. Is the drop-off from one to two? The biggest at the tight end position. I think so, yeah. Because Gunnar Helm is, what, second? And you lose Mm -hmm. the ability, you lose that pass-catching ability that JT Sanders brings and his ability to 
get open in space and break tackles. I think yeah. that's that's the biggest difference between one and two. Yeah, with Gunnar Helm, you, you can still run 11 personnel yeah. and have a good blocking presence. Uh, and it's not that Gunnar Helm can't catch the ball, but he's not JT Sanders. Just period, point blank, end of story. So uh, when I'm back on Friday, we'll get into a little more Longhorn football. I'll have some more for you, but that, uh, that should hopefully whet the appetite while I'm out tomorrow because I've got a feeling it'll be mostly basketball and a little bit of baseball tomorrow as well. Uh, Longhorns did get the win last night. 11 straight. Over UIW. Yep, as Cam said, it is 11 straight. Uh, big series coming up this weekend against Texas Tech. 17-11 to 11 last night. The Longhorns had to break out the bats to uh, to ultimately get the job done, but they did. Uh, you can say what you want about the competition. You just have to beat who's in front of you, and they did that. So now we'll see if that translates into success as the competition kicks back up as you get into Big 12 play. All right. Are you worried about Ace Whitehead as a starter? Do you think that's um, no, I mean, just looking at it last night, I did watch a little bit of the game. I was kind of bouncing back and forth between the world. I was at home working since so I was bouncing back and forth between the World Baseball Classic and that. And I just like watching ridiculous movies whenever they're on TV. So I was doing a little bit of that. But, Cocaine Bear? Uh, no, I didn't get to watch, didn't watch Cocaine Bear last night. You know, nobody, I mean, DJ Burke had the best night out of the bullpen, 1.2 innings, uh, walked one, struck out one, two hits allowed in one and two thirds. Uh, you know, Heston Toll came in and, and, you know, wasn't that great. Gave up three earned runs. Ace Whitehead gave up three earned runs. Cody Howard gave up two earned runs. Zane Morehouse gave up two earned runs. Uh, really just kind of buried a pretty solid night by Charlie Hurley out on the mound. So I don't think Whitehead was in the run to start. I think Charlie Hurley is going to be the midweek guy. The big question is, does Zane Morehouse stay in that kind of back of the bullpen, that stopper role? That's going to be the big question going forward, and that's something to watch this weekend. All right, take a break, come back. We'll close out this edition of Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Light the Tower. Remember, I am out tomorrow. Craig will be broadcasting live from Kansas City as we get you ready for Sweet 16 between Texas and Xavier from the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. Longhorns win that game. They are in the Elite Eight on Sunday. Cam, thank you so much for everything you did today. Uh, stay tuned. Chad and Zay coming up next. Don't forget tonight, Flex Show, 7 o'clock, Longhorn Blitz podcast following the Flex Show at 8. For the absent Craigway, for Cameron Parker, I am Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back tomorrow to light the tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com.